Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. the men holding it down today. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, good morning everybody. Good morning. It's good to be here with you all. It's good to be here with you online as well. Um, for those of you who do not know me, I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. I'm the senior minister here at Unity of Farmington Hills. And I see we have some visitors. Welcome. Glad to have you here with us. Yeah, we can clap. <laughs> and I'm sure we probably have some online too. Welcome to you as well. Um, I wanted to 
let it uh, inform everybody that we have gone back to wearing masks, um, mandatory wearing masks because of the way the numbers are increasing and the, um, the uh, Delta, what is it, Delta, right? Delta variant, yes. So the board and I decided to do this to keep us all protected. So thank you all for, you know, just protecting yourselves and protecting us and honoring and respecting that. Today we are going to have a brief fellowship gathering outside for a little bit. And then um, on Monday we have our Zoom house party at 1 p.m. On Wednesday we have Bible study at 1 p.m. And, and that's a Zoom. And the, the Zoom house party will be on Zoom. <laughs> The Bible study Zoom too. And you know, Reverend Bonnie will be leading that. She'll be um, standing in for me on Wednesday. She'll be doing the meditation, the uh, Bible study and the meditation, um, which will both be on Zoom. So there will be no meditation in the sanctuary on Wednesday. It'll be on Zoom, just to let you know. I want her to get used to this stuff first before I throw it all on her. <laughs> the next men's group meeting is scheduled for Saturday, the 21st. And they're studying the book called Journey of Souls by Michael Newton. Women are invited to uh, uh, welcome to join as well. Masks will be required. And they have it scheduled to meet outside, so probably you'll be meeting outside. September's going to be a busy season. We're getting back into the swing of things. School is starting, and we're starting here, too, really busy. So we're going to start off with the World Day of Prayer service that will be held here in the sanctuary and online, uh, so it'll be live and, and on live, uh, on live. <laughs> I'm tongue-tied today. But anyway, it'll be Wednesday, September 8th from 6.30 to 8 p.m., so it'll take the place of meditation. I'm excited because the kids will be a part of it, too. They'll be doing a little prayer for the world, and so we'll have them join. And it'll be just like Sunday service. We're going to have um, music, and also we're going to have uh, prayer, meditation. It's going to be awesome. The next women's group will, be, will resume on Sunday, September 12th, and that will be a Zoom meeting. We're, we're slowly moving into doing it in person, but ours will be a, a Zoom meeting. And then we'll, we, we will resume back to the first Sunday of the month at 2 p.m. in October. Our critical conversations, Zoom meetings, will continue on S September 13th. That is a Monday. Then it'll be from on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. So that'd be from 7 o'clock to 8.30 p.m. I'm really excited about these um, conversations. I really think that we were the first ones in our area that started it, and now Unity Village is doing it. They're having their meetings, and then there are other places in the area that are doing it too. This is a powerful way to start the conversation and continue the conversation on race consciousness so that we can help have a healing, in, a wave of healing Michael says it's a ripple effect. I like that, a little ripple effect in the world. So, like I said, everybody's welcome to join. It is from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Monday, September 13th. The next Zoom online class is coming up. It will be on September 14th on the book, The Universe is Calling. That is a really good prayer book. We're going to go deep into prayer, how it functions. We're going to go into God consciousness, interpersonal communication, and spiritual living. It's going to be a deep class. So if you want to sign up for the class, you can email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. The book, The Uni Universe is Calling, is required, and you can purchase that on smile.amazon.com. And our next Zoom family trivia game night, 
starts, it will be back on September 25th. It'll be at 7 p.m. I'm excited about that. Eileen's been doing it. Put raise your hand, Eileen. Eileen's been doing that. It's been a lot of fun. She comes up with these, these really interesting categories and these trivia questions, and my husband and I were the last ones to win, I think. So we're, yeah, we got the bragging rights. Raise your hand, baby. We're the champs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like messing with him because he's shy. <laughs> we are looking for volunteers to help out with the youth ministry, the tech team, the community outreach program, to be platform assistants, and for transportation assistance. There's a couple of members who are really wanting to come to service, but they're not able to because they can't drive. Um, Olitha, she lives over on 12 Mile between Telegraph and Northwestern Highway, and then Shanitha lives in Sterling Heights. If you can help out in any way, even if it's just once a month or once in a while, please let me know because I'd love to get them here. Oh, I spoke to Olitha a couple days ago, and she said, nobody's going to come get me. I said, we're working on it, Olitha. We're working on it. So she misses us. So if we can do it, I would love for you to communicate with me and let me know. To volunteer for, um, to, for, to be a volunteer and for more information about our activities, our classes, our group meetings and our events, and to look online for our outreach resources, visit unityfh.com. If you want to sign up for our email blast, when you go to our, our website, scroll down to the bottom. That's my baby with that work. I love that stuff. He got that from you, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, I was watching it scrolling. Um, <laughs> go down to the bottom of the home page and fill out that form, and then you'll get our email blast. And then if you want to become a member of Unity of Farmington Hills, you can go to the About Us and fill out that form. We have about 53 people who signed up now, so that's pretty cool. Isn't that pretty cool? Yes. When I started coming here, it was about maybe 20 people here, and so we've doubled that, so that's pretty cool. I'm excited. Now, if you want to schedule an appointment with me to just to talk or for whatever's going on, or if you want prayer, you can email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or call me. The number here is 248-737-9191. Please leave a message because if I don't answer, I will call you back. And then if you, have, you want to put your prayer request, in, prayer, prayer request in the prayer box, you can. Outside of the sanctuary, you can write down your prayer request and put it outside of the sanctuary or email the prayer chaplains at prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. The beautiful thing is once we've prayed over your request, we send them to silent unity so that they can go back into sacred prayer for 30 more days. Isn't that awesome? So we, that's a, and silent unity has been doing this for over 30, over 130 years. So I'm excited about this. I want to thank Roxanne Berry, uh, uh, yeah, Barry and Eileen Lindbergh, our um, prayer chaplains, for your sacred service to our spiritual community. Eventually, later on down the road, we're gonna be, they're going to be praying with you all, but right now they take turns holding a sacred space for the, for the services. So that concludes our announcements. I know I said a mouthful, but I love being busy at our church. Don't you like being busy at our church? Yeah. And now as we listen to our music team singing Shirley to Presence, let us just take it in, quiet ourselves down, and open up our minds and our hearts to hear the daily word and for our opening meditation.
God's mighty power and God's grace. I can hear the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each sound like Elvis up here. <laughs> Surely the presence of Elvis is in this place. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I love our talented music team. So if you'd like, you can go ahead and close your eyes to hear the daily word for today. Today's daily word for Sunday, August 15th, 2021, is joy. I say yes to the joy that invites me in this moment. I'm going to affirm that again for us all. I say yes to the joy that invites us in this moment. And the message reads, joy is the call of my heart. Whether I am at work or at play, I bring a spirit of joyfulness to everything I do. More than a mood or an attitude, joy is part of me and mine to live and to share. Like all aspects of my divine identity, joy flowers in my consciousness when I hold joyful thoughts and feelings. I express my joy as the excitement of anticipation, fascination in all new discovery, and deep satisfaction in a relationship, and the tranquil glow from communing with God in prayer. My joy is contagious and I love to share it, share in it. I have feelings of joy when I take part in a friend's or family member's joyous moments, their celebrations, and their accomplishments. I feel quiet joy when I offer encouragement and even when I give comfort, grateful to share the care and love of God. Today's scripture is a short one. It's from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. Rejoice always. Let's go into meditation. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And just take two more deep cleansing breaths. Now allow your focus, your consciousness, to, your attention to flow right down in the center of your chest, which is your heart center. And just tune into a feeling of peace and quietness. And just release the busyness of this day. Continuing to take your deep, slow breaths and exhale deeply as well. I invite you to breathe in love. And as you exhale, exhale, I release and let go. And just continue to breathe in love 
and exhale, I release and let go. And just sit in that vibration of breathing in love and exhaling, I release and let go just for a little, little bit. Allow your body to relax in the flow of your breathing. Knowing that in this moment, you are filled with the presence of God's love. And as you exhale, you release anything that blocks you from feeling it. Take one more deep, deep breath, breathing in love. And exhale deeply. I release and let go. And gently open your eyes. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible, one presence one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let's affirm our growth affirmation, which is really, really working together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Thank you. And now we're going to have our first special song, and I'll be back with our message. All right, again, good morning. Uh, thank you for being here. Yes, good morning. Uh, this next song is um, by an artist named Brandon Heath. He's really good. Uh, and it's a song called Jesus in Disguise. I think it can be interpreted a lot of ways. The way I look at it is that, um, you know, when we're in church, when we're in the appropriate times, we recognize God and we want to uh, embrace God. But really, God is everywhere inside you, inside me. So we just need to open our eyes because maybe... Jesus is in disguise. One, two, three, four. You ever get something in your head? It's nothing you've heard or something you've read. You ever had a cut but you never saw a blade Brought to your knees but you never prayed 
Jesus in disguise, Jehovah passing by, the burden of a tear hanging in your eye. Jesus in disguise, a scar across the sky. You were looking for a king, but you would never recognize Jesus in disguise. feel like you've been somewhere before you hold the key you know which door speak the word your lips have never known because your heart told you so Jesus in disguise Jehovah passing by the burden of a tear hanging in your eye Jesus in disguise a scar across the sky you were looking for a king but you would never recognize Jesus in disguise Blind as I am, blind as I am. So open my eyes wide as I can. Blind as I am, blind as I am. Jesus in disguise. again. I love that. Wow. That, that reminds me of a, um, a, a story I heard years ago of this lady who got a letter in her mailbox that said Jesus was coming to dinner at her house. And so she went, and she didn't have a lot of money, so she went and bought, spent her last a bit, bit of money on getting a meal for Jesus. And uh, he was supposed to come on a Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock. And so she went on that Tuesday. She went on Tuesday and got the meal. And on her way home, she's so excited and she's happy. And there's a homeless man. She passes by. And he says, ma'am, can I, can I just have some food? Do you have anything? Can you spare some food? And she, she had a meal. She had it there. 
And she was looking at him, but she was like, but this is for Jesus. And so he, he was like, I would greatly appreciate it. I haven't eaten in a week. And so she prayed over it, and she gave the food. She said Jesus would understand. So she gave the food to the older man, and then she went home. And she was happy when she went home. But then Wednesday, the next day came, and um, 7 o'clock came and went, and Jesus didn't show up. And so she's feeling sad. And so later on that evening, she realized she didn't get her mail. So she goes out, and she gets her mail, and she opens up the mailbox, and there's a note that, there that says, thank you for the meal. Jesus. So <clears throat> there's a scripture that Jesus says that you never know when you're entertaining angels. And I believe that Jesus was the ultimate angel that came down for us to show us how to live in this world. And that when we give those, when we do those acts of kindness for others like that, it, we, and we give an extent of our heart, we're being the best example of our big brother that we could be. He was our, he's our way shore. In, in unity, we, we say that Jesus is our way shore. And that song made me think about that. And I, I just thank you for that song. I really appreciated that song. One of the things I love about how when you let spirit guide you, which Nicholas and the music team do, is that when you let God guide you, the things that you do, especially when you have, like in our church, all of us, we do different parts. Each one of us do different parts. And their music always blends in perfectly with what I'm going to speak on. And the kicker is sometimes what I'm going to speak on changes because I hear their music and God says, follow me, follow my lead. And I'm like, wait a minute, we didn't practice that. But he says, follow me, follow my lead. And it's like, okay, so I got to be stop doing like I do with my husband when he's trying to lead me in dancing, and I got to let him lead the dancing. So this is what's going on today. That's why I'm saying all that, because God's changed this talk today. We've been talking about the Beatitudes this, uh, these last couple weeks, and, when we've been, and they come from the most famous and greatest sermon ever preached by the best, most powerful preacher who ever preached, and that's the Sermon on the Mount and Jesus Christ preached that. And so we have gone through where Jesus talked about um, those who are poor in spirit being blessed by inheriting the earth, uh, no, by the kingdom, um, knowing the kingdom of, of heaven. And then those who are grieving, those who are mourning and grieving, that they're comforted. And that those who are, how about you read it, Kelly, instead of trying to guess. Those who are humble shall inherit the whole earth. He discusses that God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. And then he, last week we talked about God blesses those who are merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. And this week we're going to go into the beatitude that says God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will, be, they will see God. And this is, from the, this is from Matthew chapter 5, and I'm on verse 8. But I want to do what Jesus did before he preached that day. In Matthew 5, verses 1 and 2, it says that Jesus saw the crowds gathering, and it says that he went up on the mountainside and sat down. And it says that, that when he sat down, it says that the, the disciples gathered around him and he began to teach them. 
And so that's what I want us to do right now, metaphysically and in a spiritual manner. What that means is that we take ourselves away, move ourselves up out of the human realm of thinking. Move ourselves up out of the human realm of our old beliefs and old thoughts. Even if it's what you think you've already known and you're at the highest consciousness that you think you can be at, you still can go higher. So you, we're going to step back from all that we've known right now. We're going to go to a higher understanding right now. We're going to just ask to God to open us up to a higher understanding. So affirm that with me. I'll say it first. God, open us up to a higher understanding. And now let your consciousness just, uh, just acknowledge, I am sitting down in this new consciousness. So that means you're opening yourself up. You're, the power of your voice, the power center is what's affirming that. And now our mind is open. Jesus prepared himself to speak. We're preparing ourselves to go into this beatitude, which is the title of my talk, Blessed Are the Pure in Heart. So, blessed are the pure in heart. When I was meditating and praying on that, I was thinking about the heart. He's not talking about, as I, as I look through the Beatitudes, the Beatitudes represent states of being. And actually the word Beatitude comes from the Latin word Beatitudo, which means to the state of being blessed or the state of happiness. And then it, and blessings represent being happy, feeling fortunate, feeling happy. And I believe that what Jesus is telling us is that you will step into the ultimate state of bliss and harmony when you live in these be attitudes. The word beatitude, you can separate it. It's a state of being. It's not, Jesus isn't telling us things to do. Jesus is telling us how to shift your consciousness to be a certain vibration that will bring a blessing to you, that will move you and shift you for the rest of your life. And this is the beginning of his Sermon on the Mount, which is in chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew. And so he's preparing us to shift into living as the image and likeness of God that we are. Shifting us to accept that responsibility, that's what we're here to be. That's what we're here to be. And to co-create with God, not just through the thoughts held in mind, but through the way we shift in mind. The shifts that you hold in mind, they change and they co-create with God as well. And you can shift up higher or you can go down lower. So what Jesus is talking about here is not your physical heart, not being pure in the physical heart. In the King James Version, it says, blessed are the pure in heart. Here in the New Living Translation, it says, those who are pure in heart, those who, whose hearts are pure. I'm listening. I get so moved by God sometimes. I just get this shift, and it just moves me. The only way to truly get a pure heart is a state of consciousness, is a state of oneness, is a deep state of feeling of love and oneness, is to have an intimate, up-close, personal relationship with God. So the first part of getting into a pure heart, the first part of purifying your heart 
the first part of realigning your heart, the first part of clearing away all those things that are undesirable within your consciousness is to tap into that which can purify you. And the only part of you that can purify you is the one that you are one with, that is that only power and that only presence that is active in your life all the time, whether we are conscious of it or not, because we can get distracted from God all, we can often get distracted from God, but God is still always there waiting to have a relationship with us, waiting to, for us to come back to the awareness that we are made in God's image and likeness and that we are here to be the creation of that, to co-create heaven on earth. And the only way to do that is to purify all of those things that are blocking you from being the consciousness of that in your heart. Heart represents the subconscious mind. That, that subconscious mind within you. It represents your mind, it represents your emotions, and it represents your will, your way of choosing. When, when your mind is aligned with God, like fully aligned with God, like, like really, really in tune with God, you're inside that emotion, the energy and motion in you is so at peace. It's so at peace that no matter what's going on in the world, you're okay. You're okay. No matter what crisis we go through, because Jesus said in this world you'll have trials and tribulations. Just because you're aligned does not mean that the, the world is not going to keep on moving and you're not going to keep having situations. You will. But because you're rooted in your heart, like God is your best friend, like you have married God, like nobody comes before God, not even you. Like the first thing that comes in your mind when you open your eyes is how can I serve you today? I love you so much. Like, the last thing that's on your mind at the end of the day is, wherever I fell short, forgive me. Help me forgive myself. Help me move into that state of mercifulness, that as I sit, sit in that state of mercifulness, wherever I had an attitude or feeling some kind of way or was irritated by somebody during the day, help me to shift out of that consciousness Help me to shift into a state of peace. Help me to forgive myself and others. And help me to go to bed with you on my mind in a state of love. Like every time you see somebody and you look in their eyes, you see the presence of God. Because your heart, your consciousness is so pure. That's all you can see. That's all you can see. That's why we get blessed. It says God blesses those who are pure at heart. So how do you purify your heart? We go back to that beatitude that says, seek, that says God blesses those who are hunger and thirst for righteousness. Righteousness is right relation. It means to align yourself in the consciousness of God. It means to live always seeking to be the truth. It means to look at what Jesus would do and really use that, not just a state of WWJD, but really being what would Jesus do or what would Jesus be? What type of love and expression would Jesus give? 
Now, think of that story that I told you in the beginning, where the lady was disappointed because Jesus never showed up, but then realized that when she gave that food away, because she prayed first and said Jesus would, would, she said Jesus would understand, and she gave this man her food, her last. And then to receive a note that says, thank you for the food, Jesus. Wouldn't you like to have that experience every day of your life that what you've done for someone else to help someone else feel or uplift or just to smile will bless them to the point that you know at the end of the day, if it were possible, you'd have a, mail, a note in your mailbox that says, thank you. I want to have as many notes in my mailbox that say thank you from Jesus. I want to have, even if I'm just thinking of it consciously and imagining it in my mind, I want every single night that I go to bed that there is a stack of letters in the mailbox saying thank you from Jesus because I have been pure in heart. Because when you align yourself, when you get yourself in the space of hungering and thirsting for righteousness, right, right relationship, that's when you move into being merciful. And then you don't need the mercifulness because everyone you see, you see through the eyes of God. And in God's eyes, there is no condemnation. And then your heart is so pure that your mind is focused on God. Your mind is focused on truth. Your mind is focused on love. Your mind is focused on oneness that no matter what somebody else does, it doesn't move you off your center. Now, you might want to stay away from them if they're acting in a way that's toxic to you, but you will not stop loving them because when you do, it's a reward-based love. We're called to be in a space of total acceptance love. I don't say unconditional love because condition is still in that word. I say total acceptance love. When you love from a heart that is pure, you see God in everyone. Because those two greatest commandments, which you will hear from my mouth for the rest of this, as long as I'm your minister, you see God in everyone because you have a deep, up-close relationship with God. You love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. That's your subconscious mind that's loving God. And when you love God with your subconscious mind, that deep inner part of you, what happens is there's parts inside of you that start to heal, heal and purify. Only God can do it, but only God can do it if you tap into the God inside of you and let that spirit what it's meant to do inside of you and clear away and purify all those things that are blocking you from being the highest expression of kingdom of earth that you can be. Does that make sense? Are you willing to move into having a pure heart? Yes? How do you think your life would be if you moved in a space of living like you knew who you were, what do you think your life would be like? Like, just say, say it, share. What do you think? Anybody? How would you feel? Happy, peaceful, blessed, gratitude. That's what it means that God blesses you because your mind seeks it in the world. I know some people who like to complain. 
And, and, and that's all. And you can share with them all kinds of, well, this means this, this, and that. And you know, that means that you, this, this, and that. And God is just working. It, and they still, yeah, I guess so. But they want to complain and stay in that low vibration. And because they're in that low vibration, they've activated the law of attraction inside of them so that everywhere they go, they have the eyes to see something to complain about. But when you shift to have a pure heart, you shift to start seeing God in every situation. Everywhere you go, all you see is God. Your consciousness shifts, and your eyes and your lenses change, and all you see is God. And when you move from that place, just think of those people here. There's about, what, 30 people in this room and maybe 30 people watching. Can you imagine if we commit in Unity of Farmington Hills today for the rest of this week, and what about trying to do it for the rest of the year? Seeing only God and be, being the vibration of only How would that feel? Wouldn't that be powerful if we commit to that in our church? I have spoken before in, in the, at other churches, and I've said, yeah, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And then, like, we do, there, is no, there is no illness in God. There's only perfect divine health and wholeness. And then after the service, I like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I've been sick all week. Like, Ooh. <laughs> okay. So I think that if we shift our focus into our heart, which that reminds me of this story of this little boy whose teacher asked him, where was his heart? And he said, it's where you sit. And she said, how did you get that idea? And he said, well, every time I do something good, my grandma comes up to me and pats me there and says, God bless your little heart. <laughs> but our heart is in your mind. I'm asking us and I'm challenging us to live from our heart, not your mind. To train your mind to live from the heart. To train your mind to live from the truth. To train your mind to focus on love. To train your mind to focus on prosperity. To train your mind to focus on health. To train your mind to focus on divine law and divine love and divine wisdom. To train your mind to focus on anything that is a part of the expression of God. And as you train your mind, your mind drops down in your heart and you become the expression of it. Your emotions shift, your mind shift, your words shift, your way of being shifts. Are you, are you willing to take that challenge with me? To live from our heart. And when we find parts inside of us, when you start living from your heart, which is your subconscious mind, you're going to find parts come up inside of you that is out of alignment with God, and you just say, purify through the power of divine love. Say that with me. Purify through the power of divine love. When stuff comes up, purify it through the power of divine love. My kids and I have been doing this for years and years and years, and it works. Let's do that in our heart. Let's create a pure heart. Let's shift into a consciousness of knowing who we are, whose we are, and what we're here to be. And that is a full expression of love. And let's move into being ultimate, ultimate expressions 
of our big brother, Jesus. I saw this, um, I saw this video that had miraculous ex examples of angels caught on tape. And there were, it's, and, and I, I was noticing when I look for it, I see amazing expressions of God in this world, in nature and all over. There were, in the video was a cloud that looked like an angel drifting up. And there were, there was on a, a rock concert, there was a, uh, angel up on the stage dancing uh, with them. And there was another picture of this guy was in a um, mosque, I think it was, and he was honing in his camera around videotaping, and it was an angel, the, a light figure bowed down like that. I see them. I see energy. I see God's presence in nature, in you, in everything. And I'm seeking and I'm asking and I'm challenging you all to do the same. And you can only do that if you look through the eyes of the heart. You have to look through the eyes of the heart and ask God to help you do so. That way you co-create through your thoughts held in your heart. And when you co-create through your thoughts held in your heart, your mind will follow suit. And that which you create will be heaven on earth. Amen? Amen. I am ready to create heaven on earth together. I love you, God, and I will be guided by you, God. I will see this world through the eyes of my heart. Are you ready? Yes. yes. Amen. Namaste. That's it. And now we'll have our second special song from the music team. Today was supposed to be the return of Faith <coughs> rejoining the music team and blessing us with a song called Blessings. Yeah. And so we don't want to have a faithless service, but perhaps one with just a little faith. There you go. Oh, yeah.
Just a little faith. Let, um, we're going to do our love offering blessing right now. Um, I was about to say something else too, but I, it just went vroom, over my head. Okay, let's just do the love offering blessing. So bring to mind what you feel led to give to Unity of Farmington Hills for your love offering and take a deep breath. And let's go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And thank you, God. Amen. Yeah, thank you, God. And you can, we are still asking that you do your donations online, so you can go to unityfh.com to do your donations. There we go. And you can do it through credit card, debit card, or PayPal. And also, you can remember when you make your purchases to do your purchases through smile.amazon.com. And when you do that, proceeds from your purchases will be donated from Amazon to Unity of Farmington Hills. And then also, if you're mailing in a check, you can mail it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And then also, we have a, I like doing that, I like making you laugh. I'm a silly willy. <laughs> I blame it on my daddy and my mama. <laughs> um, and also, we have a, a benevolent fund called an angel fund. 
And I love the ideas. There were two guys who, from the men's group who brought this idea up on if you'd like to give and donate to those people who are in need at our church financially, that's what we've created it for. So if you'd like to donate to that, when you go online, you have to do a separate uh, transaction, go back online, and when you uh, open it up, go down to Angel Fund, and you can do your donation that way, or you can mail it in to Unity of Farmington Hills. And also, if you are in need of financial assistance, please email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com, and if you want to look at the policy and guidelines, they are online under the About Us section on the website. So I'm excited about our angel fund. Am I the only one? <laughs> Thank you. I thought you were going to leave me hanging. Let's stand up. We're going to do our virtual prayer service. So we're going to uh, circle. So stand where you are. Gently close your eyes. Bring to mind someone who you feel needs prayer, even if it's you. And just if you'd like to call that name out, you can do that, do that now. Ashley, Dion, Dana, Olita, Faith, Denise. And God, as you hear these names being called out, we know that in each and every life that, is, that has been placed on your altar, that you are activating in them a pure heart. You're activating in them an alignment with you, which is what being, having a pure heart means. It means to be totally in alignment with you, in alignment with love and in alignment with truth. And so we thank you for every single way that your activity, your spirit of love is, acting, is activating them right now and us as we stand in the gap for them. We are grateful that Unity of Farmington Hills is blessed and has been blessed and is thriving and moving forward together, growing, developing, and maturing in spiritual understanding and knowing in you. And we are grateful for your mighty gift of love that loves us divinely no matter what and is purifying and aligning us in every area of our life. Thank you for blessing everyone who is connected to Unity of Farmington Hills and the world. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Now we're going to sing, yay God, now we're going to sing our peace song. joy is found. I take each moment and 
coming out. Thank you all for watching. For those of you, if you have a love offering to give for today, there will be an usher waiting at the back door at the door for you to drop your love offering in the um, contribution bag. And we're going to meet outside and have a brief fellowship. And then we will go on with our Sunday. Thank you all. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Yep. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.